Hello, sports fans. This is Joey Warner, and welcome to the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. It's a new podcast platform on WNSP Now 105.5 FM. This is our third show, and we hope that we're going to bring the best baseball to our listeners and and hope that you'll tune in each week. Baseball is in full swing in the major leagues. Spring training started. Collegiate baseball is in full gear. And high school baseball is starting its third week. Last week, Ricky Patterson was my co-host, and we talked about the umpiring saga that was taking place, and now it's all fixed. We talked with Tony Combs, the South Alabama Umpires Association president, and got a lot of information, but baseball is in full swing right now. And later in the show tonight, we're going to have Coach Barry Hightower of the Mary Montgomery Vikings. Coach Hightower just won his 500th game as a high school coach. And we're also going to talk to Coach James Hattenstein of Bishop State Community College here in Mobile. Coach Connick is going to talk about his team and all the local players he has. And he's also going to talk about the Mobile Mobsters Instruction Group which is a brand-new baseball group uh, that he'll talk about to us t- tonight. This Wednesday, the Midtown Optimist Club Awards Luncheon will take place at, at the Isaiah City Golf Course Clubhouse. This will be my fourth year of hosting this event. What we do is we honor players from the Mobile and Baldwin County as players and pitchers of the week. The Midtown Optimist Club, Ernie Rogers and John Weichman head that up, and they they are very good to the high school players. And and we meet and and honor these players and their parents and their coaches for their achievements on the field. Over the last four years, we've had some really good guest speakers. Uh, This Wednesday, Coach Terry Curtis of the UMS Wright Bulldogs will be our guest speaker. A lot of people know Coach Curtis is the winningest high school football coach in the state of Alabama with eight state championships. But little little to be known, Coach Curtis came up a baseball player. He played baseball at Auburn, and he coached baseball at Murphy and coached with Billy Howard for many years at B.C. Rain. Over the years, we started back in 2020 in the pandemic year, and Bernie Carbo was our guest speaker, and Bernie has since moved to North Carolina. But And then the 2021 season, we had Steve Kittrell, coach from South Alabama, Turner Ward, who's a hitting instructor for the St. Louis Cardinals, Jack Tillman, one of our greatest boxers of all time from Mobile, who was also a baseball player coming up, Jimbo Mason out of Murphy High School, who was played with several major league teams, and Randy McGillberry has been a, a very instructional baseball man in our community. Then in 2022, last year, we had Dan Jennings, general manager of the Washington Nationals, as our first guest speaker, Coach Ronnie Powell, who won two state championships at Davidson High School in 79 and 80, and then a a junior college state championship in 1982 at Enterprise State before becoming the pitching coach at South Alabama for 20 years. And we had Lloyd Skoda on, one of the winningest baseball coaches in high school, 
who coached at Faith Academy for numerous years and even over at Daphne High School for years also. And then we had Ricky Patterson, who Ricky was on with us last, last week, and he's just an outstanding baseball man. So on the high school level, several teams have started out really good. They, each of them have played anywhere from three to seven games. And, and uh, Faith Academy under Matt Seymour is, is having a good season they, after an offseason last year. Jason Smith has taken over for Tally Haynes over at Mobile Christian. They're off to six and one start. Uh, Jason has been coaching with Tally until this year he, he took over the head man job. Gulf Shores is off to a good start under the direction of Chris Jacks. And Sarah Lamb, uh, with Brett Boutwell as the coach, is also having a great year. And Kevin Rayleigh has UMS Wright uh, reeling it off again. And there's three teams out there this year that, that, that are very impressive and, and started off with a good year. Satsuma, with Rodney Hicks, is off to a great start. Trent Higginbotham has got Baldwin County moving in the right direction. And Jordan Bear has got the Foley Lions winning. And this, this is a great thing for high school uh, baseball, this, this Midtown Optimist Club Awards luncheon. And, and we, we award the, the, the most outstanding pitcher and the most outstanding player from Mobile and Baldwin County for the first week, second week, and we'll go all the way through 10 weeks. And at the end of the season, we will have uh, uh, the, the pitcher and player of the year from both counties. And we'll also pick a terrific 12 from, from both counties, which is kind of like a, an, the all-star team. And, and we'll have uh, uh, – Myself on my, my Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook page, I will choose three different teams which consist of about 50 players from each county, first, second, and third teams, because we have so many outstanding high school baseball players that they deserve that kind of recognition. But anyway, going back to the first week of our Mobile County players, Olin Ward of UMS is the – Mobile County Player of the Week for Week 1. Week 2, the Pitcher of the Week is Kerry Simon from Baker. In week 1, the Baldwin County Pitcher of the Week for Week 1 is Connor Gear from Gulf Shores. And the Baldwin County Player of the Week is Jack Malone, a sophomore over at Bayshore Christian. Week 2, Trevor Murphy is the Baldwin County Player of the Week. He's having a great season pitching as well as hitting. Austin Hyden is the, is the Pitcher of the Week for Baldwin County. Austin had a really good game where he struck out 11 batters and, and also hit the ball good at the plate. And over in Mobile County, the, the, uh, the Player of the Week is Jamonte Jones's Jimmy Watkins, that's Coach Jamani Jones, and Jimmy Watkins is the player. Jimmy had a really good game where he's two for two with a couple of doubles and five RBIs, stole four bases, and had a walk and a win against Viger. They were only able to play one game, but it was deserving of the player of the week. And the pitcher of the week was Coach Matt Seymour's Eli Driscoll. Eli Driscoll struck out 15 batters, and it was a, it was a, it was a great outing for Eli, and they're looking for big things out of Eli Driscoll over at Faith Academy. 
There's a lot going on in, in high school baseball and a lot going on in college. We're going to talk a little bit later about the University of Mobile and, and Spring Hill College and South Alabama. And later we're going to get James Hattenstein on, on, on the phone and talk about Bishop State. But right now we're getting ready to talk to Barry Hightower uh, from Mary Montgomery and get his thoughts on winning 500 games as a high school coach. Hey, Coach Hightower, this is Joey Warner with the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. You're talking to me on a podcast, Coach, but uh, hey, just, just let it happen. We want to talk to you about that 500th victory that you got against Rehoboth. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, Rehoboth, last week you were on the road. I, I, I guess you would have rather been at home you know, reaching that milestone. But uh, congratulations, Coach. And, and um, tell, us, tell us about that victory and tell us about your, your, your Mary G. Montgomery Vikings baseball team to get started here, Coach. Thanks so much. I appreciate it, Joey. Yeah, it would have been great to do it at home. But uh, you take them where you get them. And uh, Rehoboth is actually the school I left to come to Mary G. So it's, uh, it was bittersweet um, seeing a lot of the kids that I left there. And uh, actually, I have a young man who played for me at Rehoboth uh, that played at South Alabama that's currently on my staff as a volunteer. Okay. Who is that, Coach? Uh, I'm not familiar. Dave, uh, DJ Law. Okay. Okay. Great guy. Great guy. You, you, you've always had good, good, a good staff out there at Mary Montgomery. But uh, that, that was a really cool thing. To, to You're in a class, a different class now, Coach. We, in this area, we have some great coaches that have, that have you know, reached 500 victories and passed. You know, one being Leon Druckenmiller, some, somebody that, that, that you worked, uh, you know, work hand-in-hand hand with still. Leon's still heavily involved in the, in the community. But, um, Absolutely. T- tell, us, tell us a little bit more about, uh, about uh, those 500 victories and, and how you got started at Rehoboth. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've been a few places. I've been around a couple of years now, as you might guess. Um, it all started back in my first year coaching was 1989. Um, I, uh, my professional career had just ended. I had suffered – some injuries and things weren't going well. And uh, my last year, I was with the Padres in the spring training of 89, and uh, we mutually decided to call it quits. Um, I drove 39 hours from Yuma, Arizona, back home to Dothan, and went out to see my American Legion coach, who was also the junior college coach there in Dothan, Sammy Frichter. And uh, Sammy looked at me and asked me what I was doing home, and I said, well, I'm done playing. He said, well, now you're starting coach. So they were in the middle of a doubleheader. He had someone go out to the school, get me a uniform. I coached the second game of a doubleheader, and that's where it all started. <laughs> that's, well, that's good. That's, a, you know, Frichter, I remember him uh, as one of the premier junior college coaches back in the day and produced some really good ball players coming out of that, out of that program. Well, coach. Yeah, and he gave me a, he gave me a great avenue as an American Legion player. And uh, we enjoyed working with Sammy and, uh, I was actually at Wallace Dothan for seven years, uh, wound up being two as the head coach, moved on to Troy University as a pitching coach, and then I uh, started in high school. Uh, did three years at Headland High School, 11 years at Opelika, four at Jackson, and two at Rehoboth, and that's found my way to Mary G. Wow, that's cool. Well, you, you, you say, so that's, that's about 30-plus 30, 30 years, I'm sure. Yeah, 36. Unbelievable. Uh, in college <laughs> and uh, down to 20. 27 in uh, high school. 
Wow. And you're still going strong, Coach. Well, talk about your team, uh, the Vikings, this season. Tell, tell me what you got going out there. We're a good bunch. Um, we, we feel like we've got a good nucleus of, of players. We've got some seniors and juniors and sophomores mixed together. Um, we have seven seniors that are playing. We have nine all together. Uh, one is injured right now, and one is our manager that has been so valuable to us. Andrew Tart does a great job for us. And uh, so we consider ourselves to have nine seniors, but seven are actually on the field right now. And uh, we've got um, 17 guys that are with us right now. And uh, we're trying to find our identity. Um, our top few pitches are good. We just don't have a ton of depth on the mound. But we feel pretty good about our position players. Uh, we're able to swing the bat. And uh, we feel like we're coming together. Uh, we've got a really, really, really tough schedule, which I've always believed in doing. Uh, we try to play tough and get ready for area play. Uh, we're not so concerned about wins and losses, but trying to get better. Well, Coach, that that's really what it's all about. I mean, they, we, we have – a, a lot of great programs here in here in the Mobile Baldwin County. Absolutely. And, and you know, like I mentioned, the coaches and the athletes, and we've got some state championships and, and such. But but you know, these guys are are in a development period, as as becoming grown young men and grown men. And uh, it's it happens so quickly when they leave high school, they go out into the real world, and when they can yes. look back and 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 have a coach that that mentored them and taught them the, the way to live and, and the right way to do things in life, that's, that's the main thing. Winning's great, and we all want to win, but we leave it on the field. And, and we, and, no and, question. You know, but, um, all right, Coach, let's go back. Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw some numbers at you and get your memory going. We're going to go back to North okay. View, Northview High School where you were a senior, yeah. uh, your senior year. Uh, you were 12-1, Coach, with a 0 0.50 ERA and set the state record with 187 strikeouts and 96 innings, and uh, you are just a major prospect. And uh, Southpaw, throwing the ball hard, and uh, Coach Steve Kittrell recruited you, and uh, you had I think you had already signed with South Alabama, hadn't you? I did. I did. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and, you know, we were looking forward. The name Barry Hightower was, was huge around, around the state, and I, I used to, uh, you know, I was just a couple of years older, and, and I, I still follow baseball on the, on the high school and college level big time back then. was actually still playing a little bit of junior college at Faulkner. Mm -hmm. and, right. And so uh, it was exciting to know that you were coming to South Alabama. You know, South Alabama was at 1984, I believe, was your senior year. And right. uh, you were on the target and the radar to get drafted. But South Alabama with Coach Kitchell's first season where they went 50-19 and 19 with Lance Johnson and Pete Coachman and uh, uh, Mike Sassoon, Warren Hughes, and Mark Estes on the mound, they, they almost made it to, the, to, the, uh, to Omaha in the World Series. And yes. uh, it was just an outstanding team. And, and, and the 85 team could have used Barry Hightower big time because they, <laughs> they, they took a dive. You remember that. But, but anyway, yes. uh, the, the Mets came calling, and you signed with the New York Mets and, and, and played for five or six years and ended up with the Padres organization. So go back and talk a little bit more about your about your high school career and and you sure. know that signing potential signing and, and playing at South Alabama and um, and even even a, a little bit about your career with the Mets. When I was coming out of high school, I, you know I, I had the opportunity. To, I felt like to go on and play at the next level, and 
I had some attention from some schools, and my parents and I sat down, and we were looking for some things specifically. And one for us was South was a nationally competitive program. Uh, they had a left-handed starter in their rotation named Mark Estes, who was, who was leaving that year. And I felt like I might have a chance to come in and play early as a freshman, maybe even. And like I said, I, I watched them play Mississippi State that year on my visit. And uh, my Pete Coachman was a friend of mine from Dothan. And Pete and I had known each other a long time. And when I came down the south, um, it, it just fit. It was like nowhere else I had been. Baseball was the sport on campus at the time. And like I said, they were nationally competitive and watched them play at a high level and uh, felt like that was the fit for me, for sure. And uh, it was – we felt like we had two decisions to make as a family. One, where was I going to go to school? And two, if the draft came in, what was it going to take to forego that opportunity to go to school? And so we had talked about what what it would take to forego that opportunity to come to the South. and. My parents and I talked, and uh, we decided if I went in the first 10 rounds and the money was good, I was going to go ahead and take a shot. Because at that point, I felt like my, my, my time at school would not have been well served as far as getting my education. I would have been baseball only. And I felt like that at that point in time, I wanted to go ahead and give it a shot and see if it would work. Um, the downside of that is what came to pass is that when I got out of baseball, I had to start from scratch. So wound up being a 23-year-old freshman in college, and uh, it was a harder road, but I probably got more out of my education that way. And uh, the, the neat part was that I was able to stay in touch with Coach Kittrell through the years, and he was always so gracious and good to me, always talked and uh, was always there and uh, stayed in contact. And... Uh, we met up again when I was a pitching coach at Troy, and we played each other. And um, I actually had a young man that played for Coach Kittrell at that time, uh, Tom Whitehurst. And uh, Tommy was one of my players in junior college and wound up coming to South when I went to Troy. But uh, Coach Kittrell was always so good to me. And uh, it was neat when I, when I finally got this job down here, I was able to touch base with Coach Kittrell and tell him that, look, I finally made it to Mobile just 35 years too late. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's exactly right. And, you know, and, and uh, I've, I've seen where Coach Kitchell has made comments on my Facebook page, which the, my, I want to mention my Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook page. Yes. It's where all the we, – we got all kinds of stuff. It's a smorgasbord of, of baseball information. But Coach Kitchell's always commented on on – when your name's mentioned there and when, when, when I post stuff about Barry Hightower, he always chimes in with something positive about who you are, uh, Coach. And, and I wanted to uh, talk about some of the major leaguers that you actually played on played with in the New York Mets organization. And I know you remember Sean Abner. Sean Abner was a first-round draft choice. and Marcus. Yes, Sean and I started together. Right. And um, it was neat, too, that I got to play with all those guys from South. Um, Warren Hughes and Mark Estes and Mike Sasson and Pete and all those guys, we actually crossed paths through our minor league time and uh, was really sorry to hear the passing of of, of Sass. Um, yeah. I heard that just recently and was really sorry to hear that news. Yeah, Mike Mike passed away uh, right about Christmas time, and it was horrible because Mike Mike was another one of these that, that's uh, it's on the Facebook uh, uh 
media, social media uh, yes. blitz that we have out there. And uh, he was always, you know, he's a, he's, he loved baseball. He loved baseball. Yes. And that's really cool that you got to play with those guys in the minors and, and, and uh, almost was able to play with them in, in college as well. And you, you yes. also played with Greg Jeffries. And and, yes. and and Marcus Lawton and another Heathcliff Slocum, which Slocum, is right, yeah. Right. And uh, Marcus and I have actually stayed in touch. He's over in Gulfport, and uh, that's his home. And and we've been able to talk from time to time. And um, actually got to play with another young man from this area. That same year, I pitched against Fairhope. Uh, Morissette was uh, on that team. And he wound up being in the Mets organization a couple of years later with us. James Morissette was a great yeah. athlete, one of the best, yes. one of the best at, off yes. the, from the Eastern Shore. And yeah, no you, you you had a uh, you 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 pitched really well that 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 series against Fairhope. We had twenty strikeouts in like twelve innings, and we're just you were you were carrying the load for for your team back then, Coach. But uh, another player I want to talk about who's a good friend of yours and and. And uh, I actually played against him when he was at, at Wallace back in back in the day, and he was a shortstop back then. And that was yeah. Mackie Sasser. And uh, for somebody to 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 play nine years in the big leagues and have a wonderful career, talk a little bit about you, yours, and uh, Mackie's relationship. Mackie's a great guy, down to earth guy, um, always always willing to talk baseball. Um, and you know, he just finished his junior college coaching career as well. Uh, he just stepped down at Wallace Dothan and. Uh, after 20-plus years, and he actually took that program over from me a couple of years after I left. So that was a neat deal, and uh, Mackie was able to go back and contribute and, and do a great job there at Dothan and uh, fielded some really competitive teams, won a couple of state championships. And uh, But Mackie and I were uh, just a couple of years apart. In fact, the year I came out in 84, there were four of us from the Dothan area that all got drafted in the same year, but we were all different ages. Uh, Chris Padgett played at Ole Miss after two years at Wallace Dothan and got drafted by the Orioles. Um, and then Pete, of course, from South after his junior year. And then Mackey went after his sophomore year in junior college. And I went out of high school, and it was all the same year. We were all from Dothan area. That's cool stuff. I mean, y'all represented your community very well back then. And you know, the, uh, I, I can't. I, we can't stop without talking about uh, Coach Richter. That was a feisty yeah. coach. I mean, I'm telling you right now, he 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 was an on the field coach, and he was a no nonsense coach. And and so that that was a great opportunity for you guys to be be around him in baseball. It was, and and Sammy did a lot of a lot of good things at Wallace. Does he won several state championships and. He's still involved in baseball to this day. He still works a travel ball organization. And uh, but uh, Jimmy was uh, gave me a start, and I really appreciate it. And uh, what he did for me back in those days. And uh, he used to use the American Legion team as his recruiting tool. So we traveled all over the southeast playing American Legion for him. But he was using that to sign players for Wallace Dothan every year. Well, that's that's a that's an outstanding feeder program and and great idea and uh, some coaches use that same kind of tactic these days and that's what you have to do is in, in development of these kids, but um, and last but not least in conclusion, coach, uh, I see that you're the you're a, in your spare time you're a crew chief for your son's race car. Yeah. Yes, uh, he uh, he runs a race truck over at Pensacola at Five Flags, and uh, something we've got into over the years. And uh, uh, it's been it's been 
a lot of fun for me going down a different road. Uh, I know enough to get myself in trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably holding him back more than I'm helping him. But uh, it's been a neat family thing for us, and uh, he loves it, and it's been, a, it's been a really neat deal. It's a different avenue for me for sure. Well, Coach, that's great. We, we've talked good, positive baseball tonight. And, uh, again, congratulations <laughs> on 500 victories, Coach. And, uh, and, and Well, listen, I'd, I'd be amiss if I didn't mention people like Marty Turner, my head assistant, who has been my right hand and has left, left a head coaching job to come here, to trust me, to come here and be a part of what we're doing. And I asked him to come work with me. And he's been my right hand, and, and he's been amazing for what we got going on out there. Well, that's great, Coach. And I, I wish your Vikings the best of luck for the rest of the season. Hey, just get out there and, and, and do your best and, and get out of it what you can. You're teaching these, these, these young players, and that's the main thing. And, and I, I want to thank you so much, Coach, for coming on the, the, the baseball box or the, the batter's box uh, with Mobile Baseball Connections, Joey Warner. And uh, on WNSP now. So, uh, again, thank you, Coach, and uh, we will see you down the road, buddy. Joey, thanks for you, all you do for baseball in this area. We appreciate you more than you know. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. We talk, just got through talking with Barry Hightower, and he's, a, he's the real deal in a class act. And 500 victories, major milestone for Coach. I'm going to talk a little bit about collegiate baseball. And, and just give you a little rundown of how our local teams are doing, local schools are doing. Um, and we're going to talk with James Hattenstein here in a few minutes. But James has his team doing pretty good. Uh, uh, the, the impressive thing about James is, is, is he's brought Bishop State back. And he's got a lot of local players that he's going to talk about here shortly. Uh, Spring Hill College is, is, has a new coach. Walker Bullington has replaced Frank Sims over there. And they're off to a 5-7 and seven start. And... Uh, they have a, a player from Faith Academy named Jackson Bell who leads the league in home runs, or leads the team in home runs with five home runs and 16 RBIs. And he also leads the team with a 286 batting average. And you have five other players, they're local players on the Spring Hill roster. Uh, and and then, then we got South Alabama. South Alabama had a had a, a hard time last weekend. They dropped a three-game series at the University of Nebraska and to move their record to four and four. And, and South has is, uh, is, is, is got a good ball club. They've got four local players that are representing uh, uh, Mobile and Baldwin County. And uh, they're playing uh, uh, on Tuesday. They will be playing Tulane University in New Orleans. And then Friday they have a, a, a homestand where they're going to play Pepperdine University, Iowa, University of Iowa, and Southern University. And John Seymour out at the University of Mobile had a good week last week. They, they won three games this past weekend to improve their record to 14-2. and two. Trevor Andrews, who we talked about last week in depth, was the player of the week for the second time in three weeks. Trevor is hitting 522 with eight home runs, 34 RBIs, Five doubles and has 24 hits in 16 games. He's red hot. Tucker Musgrove, an another player from Mary Montgomery, played underneath uh, Coach Hightower, is hitting 460 with 23 hits and 28 runs scored in just 15 games. Trevor Wells is up to 370, has hit five home runs. 
for the Rams. And he has 20 hits. Landon Moore is hitting a uh, sizzling 475 with 19 hits, 14 RBIs and 14 runs, and has stole 11 bases from University of Mobile. And Samuel Plash, uh, a local product from UMS Wright, had went and played at Ole Miss and, and now is over at University of Mobile, has 13 RBIs and raising his batting average. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, we're, we're going to... We're going to move forward with uh, uh, getting James Hattenstein on the phone, and uh, we're going to see what he has to say about his team, the Bishop State Wildcats, and the Mobile Mobsters, an instructional group that's brand new here in the city of Mobile. This is Joey Warner with a batter's box on WNSP Now, and I have Coach James Hattenstein of the Bishop State Wildcats here in Mobile. I have James on the line. Coach, tell me about your, your baseball team, and, and after a while we're going to talk about the Mobile Mobsters. Tell me about it, Coach. Yeah, Coach, uh, we're, we have a lot of local guys in our team. Uh, we have guys from just about every high school in the area. Uh, we've got uh, a couple of transfers and, and some guys that have really gotten things going for us. We brought in a few guys uh, from Mobile Christian. Rashad Robinson was at Memphis State last year. Uh, Brody Hinton and Carson Massey, he was also at Spring Hill and Sanford. Uh, we've got Vinny Bozio and Tyrese Rooks of St. Paul's. Vinny was at Nickel State last year. We have Bryce Eddington from St. Luke's. Uh, we have Gan Nobles from Daphne, Kyle Hip from Cottage Hill, Gabe Hunt from Theodore, my old teammate Lance Ward's son, Cooper Ward from McGill Tulin. We have Matthew Wood from Davidson. We have Pearson Eichner from UMS and Connor Timms from Satsuma, Parker Rimmis Snyder and Lucas Lambert from Spanish Fort, Ryan Kelly and and Tyler Sermon from Baker, and also have Caleb Stewart from Murphy. So we've got a lot of local guys along with uh, some of our really, really top-level out-of-state guys. I've got a guy named Albert Hernandez who was committed to Miami and came from USF, transferred in. Uh, Alabama commit that was here with us last year, Gage Miller from Pennsylvania. Brandon Davis, uh, he came from UNC Charlotte. And a few other local, you know, local and out-of-state guys that uh, are really going to contribute to us. Coach, that's some kind of lineup. I tell you, uh, you know, a lot of those guys were award winners last year and the year before here uh, uh, in Mobile at, with the Midtown Optimist Club. And, and I was able to follow these guys and, and their stats. And you know how I am on the Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook yes, page. Sir. You know, I, it's just wonderful to, to see these guys staying or going off to other schools and coming back. I mean, it says a lot about your recruiting, Coach. And, and you know, y'all are coming off the best season Bishop State's ever had last year. You did outstanding. Yes, and, you know, a little slow this year. But, hey, with that talent, y'all are going to get it together. Just <laughs> t t tell me tell me what, what, what your goals are for the remaining of the season. Well, every year our goal is to have a winning season and make that conference tournament. Last year we won 28 games. Our goal is to win 35. Uh, we won 17 in the conference, and I, I feel like if we win 20, there should be no doubt we jump into that conference tournament and make some noise. You know, we're kind of mixing things up early in the season to see who can do what. Uh, I just think these guys work their tail off. They're hard workers. They're fun to watch. I, I, I encourage anybody to come out and watch us play. We're free. It doesn't cost you a dime to come watch Bishop State play baseball. So I encourage people to come out and check us out. It's really fun to watch these guys. And they've busted the weight room. They've done everything they've been asked to do. They had a 3.2 GPA in the fall. And, you know, I just I, I feel like we've done some things that uh, we want to keep building on. Well, you, you know, you've done that, James. And, and I, I want to uh, let the listeners know that, you know, the Bishop State uh, Wildcats play 
uh, on the Dolphin Island Parkway campus of Bishop State. Uh, it used to be Southwest State Tech, and they play it. Their field is right beside Old Duval Park, so they don't play at Texas Street no more. James is working on his facility down there. It's a it's a nice field, and 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 it's always getting better down there for you guys. And and uh, coach, uh, uh, with, with these locals, uh, it's it's. I know I keep harping on and mentioning, you know, that Spring Hill College, the locals that play for them, South Alabama, the locals that play for them, and University of Mobile, the locals. There's over 50 coach and you know that means that means that hey these ball players are moving to the next level collegiately and now that that you have bishop state where you have them that's a wonderful thing coach i mean it's like you know now you know another year or two down the line and you know this is going to be one of the top programs in the state we would hope yes sir that's always our goal is to be a winner you know and everybody wants to be a part of something that's special and i think that's the biggest thing that we want to so to the local kid, we want you to stay home. We want you to play in front of your family and your friends and, and your colleagues and things like that and be able to come out and, and be a part of our program. And, and it's, it's just a, it's a special situation we're involved in. I was fortunate enough to play at Bishop. You know, it was a dream of mine to come back and take over the program, and here I am. I'm following some pretty good coaches before me. And, and, and like I said, this is a program that, that's always been there you know, waiting to build, and I think we've got some good things rolling with all these local guys coming in. And as I said before, the biggest sell for me is we just want to we want to keep our best players at the house. We want to want to have them presented here in Mobile. Well, you know, they the from what I've seen, your players present themselves with with a lot of discipline, and uh, and, a, and a sportsmanlike. Uh, their attitude is is just they're being mentored and taught. Uh, and, you. And, and, you know, and, and that's uh, you and Jeremy Hunt. Jeremy Hunt helped you out down there, and, and you have some other players, uh, former players and coaches that, that come in and help you. And uh, the, the, the work that your pitching staff has done with our Mobile Mobsters organization, they're, they're always wearing their, their green and yellow or in, in Bishop State and their colors, and, and that says a lot for an organization. But coach, what I want to what I want to say uh, uh, or ask you or talk about, a little bit about is, you were a member of the Mobile Bay Sharks uh, way back in '94 and '95, and I think you played at Citronelle High School and then went on to uh, yes, to play your collegiate career and and then came uh, started back and uh, tell us a little bit about your 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 coaching career or playing career versus your coaching career, and just go back in time a little bit, coach. Well, I, I, I say this all the time. I need to write a book about, you know, just being blessed. I'm, I'm so blessed to be where I'm at doing what I'm, I'm doing at this point. I, I feel like I've overachieved in a lot of avenues, especially as a player, to get a chance to play with the Bay Sharks once again in front of my hometown uh, was, was a, a, just a wonderful experience. And I can attest, you know, Lance Ward and, and even our old buddy Joe Connick had a little hand in that. You know, God had his – had his hand in me having that opportunity, you know, being a former South Alabama baseball player, getting to continue on and playing minor league baseball on my, my field of where I played collegiately was, was really cool. And you heard me mention earlier, I said that, you know, I played at Bishop, man, some great, great, great stories from my experience of playing junior college baseball. Junior college baseball, as you played as well, I mean, it's just there's there's nothing like it. You know, the, the bond that you developed there um, was, was awesome. But, you know, and I also mentioned earlier that I – I was able to go back to my old high school and follow my roots again and coach at Citronelle. And we were able to increase the facilities there and make some really, really big moves. Uh, thank you to 
Gary West and GA West and, and the things that they did for us when we were there. I've just been fortunate in my career. I've been fortunate, you know, as a coach to, to be able to follow my dreams and, and do things that, you know, I never thought I'd ever get a chance to do. And in 1999, I sat down with the president of Bishop and I said, I want to be your baseball coach. Well, she had a baseball coach at the time, and I was young and I wasn't ready. And I had my opportunities to do some other things. I coached at the floor. I coached at Daphne with old Hutchins. You know, he and I have been buddies for years. I coached at Mary Montgomery under Leon Druckenmiller. You know, I was at Mobile with Jacobs. You know, what a, what a wonderful mentor to me he was, you know, and just, uh, you know, had a chance to, to coach at the floor and have my own program. And it, it's, it's just, I, I've been to so many different local schools. I even had a chance to coach a little bit at Sarah Land whenever I was an administrator there. It, it's, I'm just blessed to be able to see so many different uh, social economics, so many different opportunities and the way things are, 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 are ran at different programs and, and where I'm at now, I, I bring all those former head coaches that I coached under and even Coach Kittrell and, and Coach Powell and all those guys that coached me at South Alabama and, and Coach Chapman that coached me at Bishop. I try to bring all their information together to try to put together a, a, a quality baseball program at Bishop. Well, Coach, you have act absolutely done that and and i applaud you for that and it, it you're making you're making some moves down there and and people are watching and people are caring thank you but you know you mentioned so many names just a few minutes ago that hit so close to home and they're all still involved in the baseball yes, community sir. and yourself and joe Connick, which is we're, we're all good buddies and we meet periodically yes, all the time but you and joe have founded an organization called the mobile mobsters and it's it, we're we're only eight weeks in, six weeks in, something like that. But uh, it's 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 doing a great thing for the community. Talk about that, Coach, and, and what it's all about. Well, well, first of all, I'm gonna talk about you and the coverage that you get for the local kids and and the things that you're doing, Joey. It, it's phenomenal, and everybody notices the, the hard work that you put in for all these kids. And 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 I think the mobsters are growing because of the promotion that you're putting together for this. Um, Joe and I talked many years ago. You know, he and I both coached at you know, Inner City School. He coached at Blunt. I coached at the floor. And, you know, I can remember selling ice cream out of the back of my classroom to try to raise money for sweatshirts and, and things, uniforms and things. And Connick and I would sit down and talk about what the struggles were, more so just just the basics of things, that what people take it take for granted and, we wanted to give back. We wanted to have something that we can provide. With me being the head coach at Bishop, you know, I have the resources with my players. And Connick, you know, he's just such a energetic, such a positive human being, you know. And I, I hope you get him on here one day and have a chance to talk to him, talk about his priesthood, you know, and, and those kind of stories. But the man has a – he has a mission, and it's a mission field. And he talks about the Church of Baseball and what a wonderful way to give back to Mobile and – and to be able to help the kids and, and to see baseball like it was from, you know, days gone by where we had a lot of Hank Aarons and Satchel Pages and on and on and on our Hall of Famers that we promote. You know, I was fortunate enough to play for Cleon Jones, and, you know, I still still do clinics with him. You know, I still am involved with him. I was also fortunate enough to play for, for James Aaron, which is Hank Aaron's youngest brother, and they both were at Bishop with me at the time. And, you know, just knowing, you know, that there are guys out there like that that maybe just haven't had the opportunity to be, you know, given that extra bit of coaching. And so that's really what we're trying to do is to 
to get our players involved in, in, and being service-oriented. Because a lot of times today's kid, they just don't realize what others need. And I think that's really enlightened some of my guys. I had a guy say that, Carson Matsey said that the other day. Said, Coach, this is a wonderful experience. I'm, I'm enjoying it probably more so than the kids that I'm out there coaching. And that's really what you want to hear your players say is, you know, being service-oriented is really what we want to see more people be. And, and this, this mobster group, if it wasn't for Joe Connick and you, this thing wouldn't be what it is. And I just, I'm anxious to see what direction it goes and how many players that we're able to develop, you know. And we're going we're gonna to tag team a little bit with old Joe Hutchins and his group over there, too. He's got, a, he's got the blue wave thing going over there. It's a pretty good situation. So hopefully we can get this going as much as we can and, and just see how much we can help improve baseball in Mobile. Well, uh, so far it's it's been wonderful the the, the, the clinics that we put on and uh, you know I, I I second you with Joe Connick. He's Joe does outstanding. He's got so much energy, awesome. and uh, cool. it, well you know it's 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 wonderful thing. And I'm, I'm gonna throw Joe Connick's number out there for people that are listening that are interested in this mobsters group because this this has never been done. I mean uh, I mean there's 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 people out there that, that have that do personal training and have have their own facilities and that's great. That's great. This is a whole total different different uh, focus what what we have and again I want to say something else about your 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 pitching staff. Those boys they they they're really serious when they come out there and help these other younger players and they're not much older than them. So that that says a lot for them. But uh, if you're interested in the Mobile Mobsters call Joe Connick at 251-591-7065. Like we say, we're real early into this thing, but uh, Coach Hattenstein and, and Joe Connick and, and some of the others have really done an outstanding job. And Joey Hutchins and his group, hey, we can all merge together and, and make this thing work. And, yes, sir. Uh, uh, Coach Hattenstein, I, I really appreciate you coming on tonight and, and talking about these things and, Believe me, we're going to have you on periodically and talk more about it, especially when y'all, y'all get closer to, to that uh, those playoffs in the, uh, on, the, on your Bishop State level. Yes, sir. Thank you, Joey. Thank you for having me on. Not, like I said, I'll, I'll reiterate, thank you for everything you do. You're just phenomenal, and you're energetic. You, you and Joe Connick, it's hard to keep up with that. Y'all, y'all do a great job. Well, thank you for that. You know, and it's, it's, all, it's, just, it's all part of my passion, and, and I just hope that people continue to, to tune in to the – to uh, the batter's box on WNSP now and the Mobile Baseball Connection Facebook page. And I've got a 628-page book out there that's kind of faded away, but it's a reference book with all kinds of stuff. It's, uh, our whole history is documented of what I've been able to dig up. And, and uh, again, Coach, thank you so much, and we wish your Bishop State Wildcats all the luck in the world on the remainder of the season. Thank you, Joey. I want to thank Nick Wiggins once again. Nick is my producer, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in to The Batter's Box on WNSP Now. You've been listening to Joey Warner on The Batter's Box, WNSP Now, 105.5 FM. Signing off.